Hello there, it's Gareth here and welcome to this episode of the podcast. I hope you are well. So this one's going up on Monday, the 19th of February, 2024. Recording on Sunday evening, actually. It's just a couple of minutes shy of 8 o'clock in the evening, which is very late for me to be doing a podcast. In fact, um, this is the only opportunity I've had today to do this. I've had a really, really busy day. Um, Today, we are talking about relighting your fire. Today's episode is all about passion. Now, this was not going to be the episode I was going to do. Um, I had something else I wanted to talk about because today, the 19th, when you're listening to this, um, there's something else that's relevant. It's to do with 30 days. I'm going to talk about that briefly at the end. But I've kind of been moved to do this one on passion today because I've experienced some things in the last week or so which got me remembering just how important it is that you do and you or we, all of us, do things that we genuinely love doing, we're genuinely passionate about, and we de- def- we genuinely get a spark from. It's so important. And if we're not careful, we can let those things drift out of our lives because we get busy doing things that, although they might, not, might, might be necessary, are not really giving us that kind of feeling, that passionate, fired-up, revved-up feeling. So I wanted to talk about it today because I think there's way too many people, certainly that I know at the moment, I have to say, people I interact with these days, they seem to be kind of stuck. It's like there's a stuck feeling. And I think it's because they're not doing enough stuff that they're passionate about. And I think if you want to feel unstuck, if you want to start to feel more purpose in your life and you want to feel like you're contributing more, I think you need to have more passion. You You need to feel it. It needs to be in what you're doing. So today, the reason I have got around to this at eight o'clock now is because I've had a busy day, but I've had one of those days today where I've only been doing things that I genuinely love doing. And it's been a beautiful day and it's gone so quickly. I have no, I cannot believe where the day has gone. And it's like that when you're doing stuff you're passionate about, you, you lose all track of time. It's like, you you know, you look at a screen, you're doing something you're passionate about on your computer, you're doing something passionate about what it is and then bang. Three or four hours has gone by and you didn't feel like it was longer than 20 minutes. So the importance of passion cannot be overstated. Something else I've done this week, and it's tied in with passion, is I've started to realise I spend quite a lot of time online. Not as much as I used to, I have to say, my use of social media is not as great as it was. And I used to put stuff on and I was regularly putting stuff onto things like um, Instagram, Facebook. I used to do a lot of blogging um, and I haven't been doing that for a couple of weeks. It's kind of really died off and it's died off for a really good reason. I've been working on something and that something is the 12 habits. I've talked about the 12 habits before. I've mentioned it a few times on previous podcast episodes, but it's coming to it's got to a stage now and it's coming to a conclusion where in... Hopefully tomorrow, which will be the twentieth, if this is on the nineteenth, the twenty on the twenty from the from nine o'clock on the twentieth of February, the Twelve Habits website will be live. And this is something that's really, I've I've really got into this since summer. It's it's been an it was an idea that I had when I was on holiday in Ibiza in the summer of twenty twenty three, and the idea has just grown in my mind. It's it's taken on a all shape and a life of itself to a point it started off as an idea came up with an idea maybe for a book then I thought well it'd make a really nice program a coaching program it'd make a nice online course and then eventually I thought you know what I think it'll make a really good project so it's turned from being an idea into now a fully fledged website with a audio 
full audio 12-month program attached to it, some potential one-to-one coaching for people. It's tending to not just me doing it, but also my partner, Sue. She's very much involved now with the 12 Habits, and it's become a real passion project for me. And those kind of projects are the things that I've got a lot of juice and time for. So, because I've not been on social media much, when I did go on social media, it was it was basically to do things to do with the 12 Habits. So I've, I've set up a Facebook page, which I've been playing about with and setting up some things on that. And something I noticed, tied in with me doing, starting to do more things I've loved doing, like I've loved being, I'm, I'm so passionate about these 12 Habits. I, I have to hold myself back from just talking about that for the next whatever many minutes. There'll be time to talk about it in future. But what I did find is when I went back onto social media, I haven't been posting anything and I've been staying away from it because I've just been too busy creating content and stuff for the 12 Habits. When I did go back on, surprising how certain people and posts just kind of wound me up. So I started to realise doing something you're passionate about is really important. We need to do more of that stuff. And also, we shouldn't be interacting with people, whether it's actually face-to-face, one-to-one, or online, we shouldn't be interacting with people that don't fill us with a sense of positivity. If something you're reading or somebody you're interacting with is not making you feel good, why would you want to do that? So that was a question I asked myself, and based on that answer, which was, well, you wouldn't, I started to do something which I have never done before, but it's been such a liberating experience, is anybody that has on my Facebook timeline that put something on that either wound me up or I didn't agree with because I thought, that's rubbish. I just unfollowed them. And literally, the last seven days since I started doing that has been such a a freeing, liberating experience. When I go on to my Facebook now, the only things I'm seeing are positive pages, things that I can find value in reading, people I genuinely want to listen to. And... This is when you understand the importance of passion. When you start to go after having more passion in your life and relighting your fire by going back to doing the things that you used to love doing. Also, you've got to have the other side, which is get rid of things that don't fill you with joy. Because I'm not saying you can go around all day long doing something that's fantastic and you're never going to have any things to do that are challenging or difficult. You know, I'm realistic. We've a life to live. We've responsibilities, things that need to be done. But we can where possible, and it's more than practical, to just be focusing on doing things that we love and focusing on people that we want to interact with and care about that give us that kind of, yeah, good positive feeling. We can do that. We can do it a lot more. We're in a lot more control of that than we think. Now, it brings me to the point, and the question is, does everybody have something they're passionate about? And I believe everybody is passionate about something. It's just you may have forgotten about it. I love cooking. This morning when I woke up, and I don't talk about this, so it's like I'm some kind of chef, some celebrity chef, I'm not Gordon Ramsay, but I'm pretty bloody good in the kitchen. I love preparing food. I love talking about food. I love eating food. I love serving food. I love feeding people. I love buying ingredients. I am never happier than when I'm in a kitchen preparing food. And anybody who's been to my house to eat, and I know that I certainly know a couple of people who are listening to this can say they have. You'll taste that. When you taste something that somebody's cooked that's passionate about cooking, there's a whole different level of experience to that than just eating something that somebody's kind of thrown on a plate because they can't be asked. It's not really their thing. I know a couple of people who literally not into cooking at all, not into food, and going to their house to eat is like, it's you don't want to do it. It's can you do it to be polite, 
but you, you know you're going to come away and you're not going to enjoy it because there's just nothing. It's, you can taste passion in, in something. When somebody cares about what they were preparing for you, it tastes different. The same if you look at people that post stuff online. If somebody's posting about something they're passionate about, it comes across. And even if you use the words, I'm passionate about something, but you're not, you can tell. This is very prevalent if you're somebody who is in business, well, you're a professional, and you're on LinkedIn. It's amazing how many of the bios and they say, I am passionate about whatever, whatever, whatever. And you just think, no, you're not. So you're passionate about helping people with their retirement plans. That fires you up. That gets you going, does it? <laughs> Get out of here. I'm passionate about that. What you should actually say more accurately is, I can make a lot of money selling you a pension scheme and I want a lot of dollar. So if you just said I'm passionate about money and earning money, that would be more genuine and actually have more feeling to it than I'm passionate about helping you to do this. Bullshit. So passion is something that you can't fake. If somebody says you're passionate about something, they're passionate about something and they're not, you can tell. And if you are passionate about something, you don't have to tell people because they pick it up. And this is the truth. I think we can all find something to be passionate about, something that we love doing. It's just sometimes it's not something we need to tell everybody about. I don't tell anybody about my cooking. If you come to my house, I'll feed you. I love to, t- if you get me talking about food, that's it. Game over. Um, I'm often accused um, by my partner Sue of kind of sabotaging lunchtimes and dinner, dinner, dinner and dinners by spending more time talking about the preparation of the food and what went into it and sort of saying how I'd critique it and twist it and what I should do next time than I do eating it. And she's telling me sometimes, just shut up. Shut up talking about the meal, how you prepared it, just eat it. Um, and the reason I've got a little bit of um, indigestion at the moment, which might seem like a little bit of a windy pop seven now and again on this podcast, is just before doing this, I um, cooked myself some burgers. I had uh, four quarter pounders. I was in the mood for a burger. I thought, I'm making myself one. And I love eating it. I love food. Anyway, you get the point. I'm passionate about food. Don't always mention it. Probably can't make a living out of it now. I'm a little bit old to start becoming a chef. But it's something I'm passionate about. When I'm cooking, I feel good. It uplifts me. And I love doing it. And today, I cooked breakfast for Sue. A full brunch for her. Well, brunch actually, more than breakfast. I'm passionate about doing it. She loved doing it. I loved eating it. I loved watching her eat it. And all that I've done today, from literally getting up to now, is doing things I enjoy doing and I'm passionate about. Preparing some more stuff for the 12 Habits, setting the website up, playing about with some email sequences, looking at some logos and some um, avatars that we're putting together. Really, really important with doing stuff we enjoy. It can be very tempting to get caught into doing something as a means to getting somewhere else. Well, I need to do this job, you know, and I really am passionate about something else, but I keep doing this job because I need the money. Well, what about looking at turning your passion into something? I'm not I'm not here to give you business advice. I'm here to say, wouldn't it be better in life to go after something you're passionate about, even if it doesn't maybe pay as well as the current job you've got? You might have less money, but you'd have a life that was much more full of joy. And which is more important at the end of the day, money or joy? And I know having at times when I've had plenty of money and no money, um, I know that having the joy in your life trumps having the money. People these days talk about things like passion as though it's like, you know, we've got to be passionate about something and it's got to be something significant. I don't care what it is. You could be passionate about playing a guitar. So that's I'm looking at mine next to me. I'm rubbish at it, but I'm passionate about playing it. I love playing it. It gives me joy. I'm passionate about that. I'm passionate about music. I'm passionate about theatre. I'm passionate about 
watching, uh, looking at art, watching performers. I'm passionate about reading poetry. You've always got something, I guarantee, that you're passionate about and it will come from when you were younger. So I've always enjoyed cooking, from being a, a lad, really. I mean, I got into it, really, I suppose, when uh, I'd have been 12 or 13, when chefs started to appear on TV, you know, Delia Smith in the UK and people like um, Keith Floyd um, and those kind of people. Uh, Nigella Lawson, probably one that's a bit newer, Jamie Oliver is fairly new, but, you know, back in the day, I got into it. I was passionate about cooking from a very early age. Um, I have to say that passion was instilled in me by my mother, who was a very good cook herself. But if you're wondering what you're passionate about, go back to your childhood. What did you love doing? Maybe you love drawing, maybe you love painting, maybe you love making things out of wood. Maybe you loved, I don't know, taking bits of paper and folding up origami. It doesn't matter what it is. Maybe you were passionate about writing. Whatever you did when you were younger, that passion will still be with you. It'll still be there underneath. It just needs bringing out. It needs relighting. That's why the title of this podcast is Relight Your Fire. You'll have a passion. You'll have a fire for something. But sometimes you have to relight it. You have to revisit it and remember how important it was to you. Up till recently, I didn't do a great deal of cooking in our house. Sue did most of it, and she likes doing it, and I kind of let her. But I realised by doing that, two things. One is it made her life more difficult because she was constantly, you know, having to prepare all the meals, and I'd lost that in that passion of being able to do it myself. Just before Christmas last year, I said, "Look, I'm taking care of the, the kitchen for a few weeks. You take a rest. She's busy doing something at the moment herself." And literally relit my fire for, for cooking. I got right back into it. I'm loving doing it again. Um, and she gets a rest. So it's kind of a win-win situation. So the reason I'm saying that is I always had the passion for cooking. I just let it dwindle. I'd let it drop off, but I'd forgot about it. So I guarantee you're passionate about something. And, it, and you know, it could be you're passionate about... I know, a particular, I know one guy who's... Um, he's quite an old... No, he's not a young person, but he's passionate about... Um, Star Wars figures. He buys Star Wars figures. He's been buying. He was buying them since he was a kid, and he's got hundreds of these Star Wars figures. I saw him. I, I used to live on the same street as him many years ago when I was a child, um, and I've met up with him. I saw him um, online. Actually, not met up with him actually, and he's still passionate about that. You know, he's still getting his figures, and he still talks about. Them. Get him talking about you know Star Wars action figures, and he, his, his face lights up. Um, and that's how we're always like that. And last week, last Monday. I met up with somebody I'd not seen for, maybe it was 16 years. Um, and I, I, I love this guy. His name's Sean, and we used to work together in the car trade. And just as soon as I saw him, and I just, you know, it was, it was them, them, them kind of people that really uplift you. And you think, wow, I'm, I'm, I'm uplifted by this, this, just even his presence. And then we got talking about, we got talking about sales, actually. And we used to be, like, passionate about that, selling techniques, selling systems, processes, and things like that. And we used to love talking about it, and he's passionate about that. He's made a business out of it, actually. He's got an online business himself. But just meeting him reminded me of how we used to talk about and how passionate we got about learning stuff about selling. So anything you used to do that you're passionate about, you'll still have that passion there if you go back to trying it and giving it a go. But sometimes we forget. And you have to be reminded, and you have to go looking for it. So if you've got a life right now that's feeling very stuck, don't spend your time just going round in this kind of circle, this groundhog day kind of experience. Go back and do some of the stuff you're passionate about. Even if it's not going to make you any money, you can find time to do your passion projects. You really can. And passion projects are important. And sometimes, like with me and the, the website stuff and, and, the, and the 12 Habit stuff, sometimes that passion project can turn into something that, that's got the potential to make you some money as well. So, you know, not always, but sometimes. But 
it shouldn't stop you. If you're not getting paid to do what you're passionate for or passionate about, do it anyway, because that feeling it'll give you, that sense of achievement, that sense of passion, that sense of juice, and that, that kind of feeling of kind of, the way that would use is revved up. If you feel revved up about doing something, do more of it and spend less time looking at and doing stuff that doesn't give you passion, that doesn't, that doesn't have passion, doesn't give you joy. I've started now to go through Facebook and just get rid of anybody on there that I'm not interested in. I'm not getting rid of as an unfriend now. I'm just not following. I'm thinking I'm not interested in your stuff. It's drivel. You know, people on there talking about stuff. I just think, why am I listening? If it's not giving me joy anymore, I ain't doing it. It's a decision I made a couple of weeks ago. I'm sharing it with you now because I can tell you since I made that decision, everything's changed for me. I'm doing more effective work. The work I'm doing, I'm loving doing. I'm working on projects that really mean something to me. And people and projects that don't give me any kind of joy, I am avoiding them. And it will be a very smart move for you to consider doing something similar. Life's too short to be doing things you don't enjoy doing. Right, anyway, that's the bit about passion. What I was going to talk about today, and we'll just have a quick five minutes on, is 30 days from today. So 30 days from the 19th of February 2024 is the start of spring. So we're going to a brand new season. And I think, if you choose it to be, this could be a really, really good time to start taking on something and work on something for the next 30 days. Give yourself like a mini project. Now, maybe it could be based on what we've just talked about. Maybe you could take on some of the stuff you were passionate about and try something. Bring something back in you used to love doing and try that for 30 days. Um, I have a group on Facebook which is tied in with the 12 habits and I'm putting, going to be putting a challenge into them to do 30 days, uh, 30 miles in 30 days for walking. It's not a huge task. Most people should be able to do it. In fact, I'll be disappointed if they don't. If they say they're too busy to do a mile a day, I'll have to um, uh, question that. But the reason I want to do that is I want to get people back into going outside now because the weather is changing. You know, as well as doing the stuff I've been doing today and being busy, I did have to nip out the house to go somewhere this afternoon. It was quite warm outside today. The winter is starting to disappear and the spring is on the horizon. Weather's improving. So this is a good opportunity for my group to go out and do a mile every day. So that's an idea of something you could do in the 30 days up to, to spring. But if you do something now and you pick these next 30 days to do something, you can, you'll, you'll end up getting to the end of the 30 days, having achieved something which will put you in a really good state and frame of mind to walk into the new season. And I think spring is a fantastic time. As you know, I will do a podcast at the start of the new season to talk about what I think you can do in spring. But going into it, having done something that's worked really well for you and that's given you a kind of a um, some confidence is a smart move. So I think you should use these next 30 days to the end of winter, the start of spring, to just try something, whatever it might be. Maybe you want to do something um, that you haven't done for a while. Maybe you want to give something up. I know for me, I have to say, um, I've given up a couple of things. And one of my challenges as we get in the next 30 days up to the start of spring is to not go on to online news anymore. I have banned myself from watching the news on my telephone. I've taken it off. As with sport, I've allowed myself one 10-minute slot at the end of the day to recap on news on my laptop, but I am not going to be looking at my phone for news or for sport, which is a big deal because I spend a lot of time on news and sport, I can tell you. And the reason I've done that is I thought, you know what, it's a challenge for me, 30-day challenge to not look at the news on my phone 
and see how we feel about that at the end of the 30 days. So there you go. A few things there rolling about in today's episode. Do what you're passionate about. Anybody you're not passionate about or people that don't give you that feeling of joy and juice, why are you spending your time with them? And it's not just people, anything you're doing that doesn't give you a good feeling, you should be avoiding it and do more of the stuff you love to do and become passionate again about the things you love to be passionate about. And if you don't think you're passionate, just look to your childhood. There'll be things you did in your childhood that gave you joy, things you love to do. And it doesn't have to be anything earth shattering. It just means it's got to be something that makes you feel good. Go back and start to find that. Relight your fire. Because I can tell you now, when somebody's got passion for something, it's tangible. You can see, you can feel it. People love to be around that. So if you're somebody that sometimes struggles with, oh, I'm not that popular, people don't get on with me, guarantee if you start doing and talking about what you're passionate about, you'll find people will just think, wow, that's something about this guy. We love to be around people that are passionate about something. So become a person of passion, basically. There you go. Become a person of passion. Think about what you're doing the 30 days up to the end of winter, start of spring. I'll be back next Monday for another episode of the podcast. Until then, take care.